It's time to be unapologetically you. Welcome to the Spitfire Podcast with your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, a certified life and business coach out of Washington, D.C. If you want to go from feeling burnt out to fired up, this is the spot for you. We're talking about the real issues, the real topics that are affecting you at home, in business, in every relationship that you're having. If you have a question, a concern, a criticism, whatever it is, hit us up at spitfirepodcast.com and make sure that you're subscribed on Spotify or iTunes. What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach out of Washington, D.C., and I hope wherever you are, you are having an amazing day. I wanted to take this time to bring up the two most common questions that everyday people, other coaches, uh, small business owners ask me, and it's it keeps coming up, so I feel like I need to address it. So pay attention if you've ever thought of this these two questions. Um you may already know what they are. You may have questions in your head. And if I don't, if my questions are not the questions you have, feel free to ask me. Um, so I get contacted all the time by other coaches who are looking to build their practice, who are in the process of getting certified. And they always ask me these two questions. And this came up again at an event that I was doing on Monday night for a group called She Collective. And that question is, where do you get your clients? And I used to kind of pause at this question, like, what what am I supposed to say to people? Like, are they expecting me to give them a roadmap on where to get clients? Are they feeling stuck on where their clients are? Do they even know who their clients are? So I say something generic of, you know, I have conversations. Word of mouth is huge. People contact me through my website. And I see this pop up all the time. Um, people looking for that kind of silver bullet, that magical cure that's going to keep these constant clients coming in that it's it just opens the gates that all these people have been waiting behind like this is the one place that you've been missing and now they're all going to come in and a lot of people online make a ton of money taking advantage of people in this place that's what it is they are telling you you need to make facebook ads they're telling you you need to have a click funnel they're telling you you need to have a newsletter they're telling you to have a blog they're telling you to write a book none of these things are going to get you clients if you don't know who you are and what you offer. If you don't have clarity, you are just another person generically saying, I'm going to change your life. You're another life coach. You're another business coach. You're another executive coach. You may have relationships already built out that people know you, but for everyday people off the street, they don't know who you are from the other person. So just because a strategy worked for someone else does not mean it's going to work for you. And if you're spending all of your time, and it takes a lot of time, if you've ever attempted to do a click funnel, I know I did in my first or second year in business, I drove myself crazy because I'm like, wait, this has to connect with this and then this has to happen and I have to have content developed here and here and here and here. It will take you weeks, if not months to do it. What could you be doing instead of doing that? Where could you be talking to people? Where could you be stepping outside of your comfort zone to figure out who you need to talk to and why? Where are you not having that quiet time and that space to reflect on your business? If we're spending all this time with busy work, we're wasting time and we're avoiding and resisting the things that we actually need to do. 
which are having conversations that put money in our pocket. These things cost money. These click funnels, these systems, they may start out as free or as a trial offer, but once you're in deep, you are hooked. You now are in the hole. And unless you have clients coming in or people buying your product, like it's not guaranteed. And the thing is, is yeah, you might be promoting it, but is your product quality? Have you done focus groups? Have you gotten feedback? Have you tweaked? So I ask you to pay attention to what you're avoiding. What is that nagging feeling of, oh, I need to do this, but you find everything to distract you, to move you away? You know, you got to send out another email. You have to contact so-and-so. If you're only blasting general communication, if you're not building deep relationships with people, no one cares. Maybe five people care. Maybe 10 people care. But if you're not figuring out who your clients are or their potential clients are, then you're just making these big, wide-sweeping claims, which is fluff. So if you want to be a fluffy business owner, and maybe you work with stuffed animals and that's okay, then feel free to do it. Like if you want to be fluffy, if you just want to put some sparkly pink, um, you know, inspirational quotes up on your Instagram and that's the business you want to run, feel free. But if you want to build a sustainable business, you've got to get really honest with who you are, what you do, and why you do it. If you can't answer those three questions, if they give you anxiety, you need to take a break. You need to pause it out and have some quiet time to figure out what you want. Not what the expert, and I'm using air quotes right now, not what that expert tells you what you need to do or what you should do. That's an external force. This has to speak to you at the core. It has to be what you want. It has to be what inspires you. Because if you are reacting to every single piece of advice or suggestion from outside of you, you're going to make yourself dizzy and you're not going to get where you want to go. So what does success look like to you? What does your business look like? Who are the people you want to work with? And then where do those people hang out? So that's the key of finding clients. And ideally your clients find you and that's what's happened for me. I've been really lucky and you know luck is just having the training for you to take advantage of opportunities as they arise you got to be prepared to strike while the iron's hot to recognize it as an opportunity so yeah it's luck but I also work my ass off in order to set myself up to work with really cool contracts and companies so connect with other people in your business in your industry if you're a coach connect with other coaches I'm now building a bench of coaches, so when I go and and pitch for corporate clients, I've got a whole team behind me that's ready to go. If you're a maker, connect with other makers. You might be able to share resources. If you're in the creative space, do the same. All all these things have amazing connections to other complementary businesses, and the worst thing you can do is isolate and cross your fingers and hope that clients come through. Hope is not a strategy. And wishing that you were in a different place in your business is not a strategy. Neither is comparing yourself. So if you're spending your time scrolling through Instagram, hoping that one day you'll be as successful as so-and-so, first of all, a lot of that is a veneer. Most of it is. But if you're comparing yourself, it's not inspiring you and you need to stop right now. So you were only to use social media for inspiration and you are there to connect with people that you want to do business with, that you want to share uh, tips that you want to like, you know, celebrate and, and be cheerleaders for each other. That is awesome. 
But if you are just sitting there silently saying, I wish I could be that person. I wish I could be that. I wish I could do that. It's going to eat you alive. So you've got to have a limit on that. So go have conversations, make a list, reach out to three to five people every day. If you don't know three to five people, go out and meet three to five people. Wherever you are, whether you're in a city center or not, that's where you use social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, go and and take that step that's risky. Go have that conversation. Say, you know what? I really love looking at your stuff. This is awesome. I'm building my business. And, you know, if you have any words of wisdom, I'd love to hear it. You never know. But you do know if you don't ever, if you don't ask, you know what your answer is. So I hope that that answers that question. Where do I get my clients? I get them from everywhere. Um, And the really awesome ones are the ones that find me. But it's because I've been very clear in the message of what I offer, who I am, and why I do it. The second question is, how do I pay for my health insurance? And I was like, is this really, this is a question. Interesting. Um, Because I never had to think about it. I worked in corporate for 11 years. My health insurance was always just deducted from my check every two weeks. And when I left my job in June of 2016, I freaked out. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my health insurance. How am I going to pay for my birth control? That was literally my, my only concern. Um, and so I ended up doing like this really awful temporary insurance that didn't cover everything. So if you want to know how much birth control costs without insurance, it's not cheap. I'm like, but you know what? Babies are more expensive. Um, you guys are learning a lot about me right now. And uh, so in my, in my next full year, I had insurance and I realized that my insurance payment was less than what I was paying in corporate. Even with the program that they had and, you know, they, they supplemented it, I was paying almost, probably, I think, over $300 a month. So I was paying like $250 a month for, for my PPO account that I had uh, with a, an insurance provider. And I had the same coverage. I had dental insurance and all that jazz. And I, I don't have children. I'm, I'm not married. So as a healthy single person, my costs are low. As I work with more business owners, as I work with people who are out and about and have families to support, we're talking like two grand a month. Now, when you're running a business, that's a huge expense. That's rent. That's, that's a mortgage payment in addition to everything else. So I would suggest if you have concerns over how you're going to pay for your insurance, do your research. So don't make up the story of I can't pay for my insurance until you actually know the cost. And insurance is something that I think everyone needs to have because it gives you peace of mind. If for some horrible reason something happened to you that you have coverage. And yes, we have issues with our healthcare system in in the US, but it's better to have coverage than none because that can bankrupt you. Whatever you're building can go away really fast. So you've got to be able to know your numbers so that you can remove the story and the fear around it. When you know the number, let's say, okay, I need to make an extra $2,000 a month. What does that look like in my business? And if it's not feasible in your business, what are you willing to do in order to make up that deficit? Does it mean a part-time job? Does it mean getting some contracts that may not be in your business scope right now, but it gives you some flexibility? Does it mean increasing your prices? Does it mean cutting back on certain things? But if you don't know the number, you can't make a plan for it. So wherever you're feeling that weight of the story, it's time to meet it head on and just face the facts. 
And if you're not making money in your business, I highly suggest getting a part-time job in something that brings you joy. Because if you're not making money in your business, it becomes a source of stress. So you've got to lessen the valve on that. Otherwise, you become a pressure cooker and you start to repel business. So I hope that answered. If those were your questions, great. If you have more questions, feel free to ask me and I will take a stab on it during this time. But I want to just put it out there because there's a reason why these questions keep getting asked. There's fear behind it. There's worry. There's concern. But there's also this hope that I have the magical cure and everything's going to be easy. Having a business is hard work. It takes a lot of dedication and some intestinal fortitude. And it's not for everybody. I've got some, uh, I have an ebook actually of, of the, uh, the handbook for, for first-time business owners. And a lot of it talks about your threshold for risk. If you're not willing to take the risk, it's okay, but know it up front. This isn't for everybody. But if you're willing to take that step out into the unknown, then go for it. There's no looking back. Only forward, only smart decisions for you, only ones that are focused on making you happy and growing in the way that you want. So I hope that was helpful. And if you have any more questions, hit me up at lauren at spitfirecoach.com. Make sure you guys are subscribed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or head on over to spitfirepodcast.com. Oh, and leave us a review. We haven't had a review in a while. So leave us a review on Apple, Apple Podcasts and say something nice if you want to. And feel free to forward this to your friend. And for all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome. <laughs>